Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this young lady on. It is Kay Smythe. She's a news and commentary writer over the Daily Caller. Um, it kicks Ellis Hennekin's rear end every Sunday on Newsmax. I saw the video. You're so good, Kay. I love you doing that. And uh, it is a great friend of mine. Kay, how are you? Kay Smythe. I'm great, Joe. I'm. I, yesterday was a good debate. Sunday was a really good debate. I was... So ready for it. You know, Ellis, like, I feel bad for him because he comes <laughs> into the conversations without really, like, a leg to stand on. Right. You know, for those who haven't seen the segment, it's me debating Ellis Hennigan, and it's sort of somewhat moderated by Carl Higby, who's a very good friend of mine. And, yeah, like I said, I just feel bad for Ellis because we throw out these topics for him that I... I mean, I had a degree in the one that we did yesterday. It was all about why, you know, whether we should be drilling for oil again here domestically. And it's like, how do you say no to that argument? Right. Well, like, well, if well, you're well, a okay, human American, how do you say no to that? But I have, to, I have to stop you, though, because I don't feel bad for Ellis because he keeps coming back. He either likes you kicking his rear injuries every Sunday or he thinks in the back of his mind he's going to get you one of these weekends. And it hasn't happened yeah. yet, but, but I think it's awesome. At what time is it? 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern? Is that what it is? So it's 8.30 a.m. Eastern, but they usually will replay it in the next hour, which is kind of cool. That's been happening more and more often. So it's, For good reason. Uh, yeah, it's a good feeling. I think it's an awesome uh, segment. All right, it's uh, Case Smythe. There's a, there's a lot going on. I wanted to ask you this right up front, as you know. I have relatives in Italy, but I don't talk to them ever. We might Facebook each other a little bit, but we don't have, really have a relationship. I saw them once when I was 15, which is 41 years ago, if you can believe that. Yeah. So um, um, you talk to your parents all the time. They're still in Wales. You've got cousins. You've got all sorts of relatives. What are they saying about what we're seeing out of Ukraine? I mean, did, do we, are we supposed to believe that Ukraine suddenly blew up a bunch of trains on a bridge? I think somebody else may have done that to help Ukraine. But do they feel like imminent war is going to spread through Europe? Is there any fear? I don't know about imminent war spreading through Europe. Uh, I've talked about this on the show before, Joe. My dad, even when I was five, six, seven years old, he was like, the most dangerous thing that exists in this planet right now is Vladimir Putin. This is a man who will blow up his own, you know, domestic apartment buildings just to win a vote on something or to sort of set off a narrative, which is why I think Russia actually blew up uh, the uh, the Nord Stream pipeline. But when it comes to Ukraine, I think there's, from what I've been told, not necessarily by my family, we haven't gone into a lot of detail on what's going on in Ukraine right, right at this moment. But from a lot of my friends, obviously, there's this kind of like, yes, this is a terrible thing. We don't want a war in Ukraine. But all of us understand the threat that Vladimir Putin poses, especially the older he gets and the more reckless that he becomes as a result of it. Great point. So I think we're more scared of some kind of mega attack. I think that Putin kind of looks at Europe and goes, I know I could win against you guys if I really wanted to, um, because he would just nuke everyone. Um, what really I think scares people more is the fact that I live out here in the United States. I live in North Carolina. Um, we're about an hour, two hours drive from the Eastern seaboard and we're living at a moment where we don't really have any kind of leadership in this country. You know, when you've got a president who's showing signs of like, degenerative disorders who can't string a sentence together. Well, I've got to interject this too. And we just had that same guy at a Democrat fundraiser a few days ago say that we're looking at potential nuclear Armageddon. 
Who the hell says that trying to raise money for their party? So yeah, there's something definitely wrong there. Do you think Putin is is feeling emboldened that, well, Biden's not going to do anything. I'll do whatever I want. I think it's not even like he looks and thinks that Biden's not going to do anything. I think he looks at Biden and he goes, ha, 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 oh my God, this guy's trying to leave the country. Are you guys serious? Wow. Okay, we can just like get rid of him then. Like, gee, bro, you want to go get rid of this Biden guy? Well, well here's oh the dilemma. God. I think, I, I, I'm so sp- I I think, think you're spot saying. on, as always. But here's the dilemma. I'm looking at it and I hate Putin for what he thinks he can get away with. I don't trust Ukraine because it's corrupt as hell. So, I mean, where, where are we supposed to be as freedom-loving, you know, Americans or those in Europe who love freedom and liberty and so on? We're supposed to back the guy that is getting billions and billions of dollars we have no idea what he's doing with, who has a $30 million mansion somewhere and some yachts in Zelensky, or, you know, we're supposed to hate the guy in Russia, and I don't even know why he invaded Ukraine. So, I mean, picking sides isn't as easy as it seems, is it? It's not. And I don't think at this point anyone should be. You know, war is the most epic for-profit machine that we have created ever. It's the one constant. War, disease, and taxes are pretty much the main constants we've had since we left the cave, which, again, if I said it once, I've said it a million times, huge mistake. Huge mistake. Stay in the we all cave. should have stayed in the cave. There yes. was no need for us to develop to the point that we have. Technology sucks. Um, you know, knowing what's going on in the rest of the world is absolutely terrifying. We should have stayed in the cave and been ignorant. And I, I will die on this hill. But um, when it comes to Ukraine, do I think that it's appropriate that we're sending our tax dollars there? Absolutely not at this point. Like, absolutely not. We have parts of the United States, Joe, where you can't even get fresh water to come out of your taps. We have parts of the United States where there are kids. I mean, I read something the other day. There are kids who live in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is on the ocean who have never even seen the ocean. Like, we have enough problems here that no one in the Democratic Party is trying to address. I mean, it's embarrassing on their part because the world is now waking up and going, oh, these Democrats are acting just like Marxists and communists. And it looks like they've probably just gotten involved in this war because there's some kickback happening. They're all making money from this. We wouldn't be involved in this if there wasn't money to be made. Everyone was annoyed at Biden last year because he pulled us out of Afghanistan terribly. Way more lives were lost than needed to be lost in that withdrawal. And now probably he's been bullied on the back end and people are saying, well, you took away all of these amazing contracts for us like through that we had through this war. Right. So, uh, bro, we need like another war. Um, I don't know why I'm like doing impressions like everyone sounds like they're from the valley today. No, no it, it, it look because it makes sense. And, and what you say makes sense as well. And with the billions that we send, Zelensky says, I want more. This is me speaking, not Case Smythe, than anybody else. I think that Zelensky has a lot of dirt on the Bidens, and whatever Zelensky wants, he's going to get. We have now sent him, or we're going to send him, way more money than it would have cost to, fi- to, to finish the Keystone XL, way more money than it would have cost to finish the wall at the border, to, to shore up the border, and we just keep on doing it. And, and if you dare say what you and I have just said, that we somehow love Putin, BS. I don't want Putin to be invading anybody. At the same time, I'm not sending some free money over to, to, to Ukraine when we could have sent the $85 billion in equipment that we left in Afghanistan to this guy to thwart you know, whatever Vladimir wanted to do. But that's just me on my little pedestal. It's uh, K-Smythe. Go to ksmythe.com. See, you got me all wound up, Smythe. ksmythe.com. I mean, I agree go with there. You. I right. agree with you. I don't think, like, whenever I look at politicians, Joe, in this day and age, on in anywhere in the world, 
not just, you know, your sort of classic dictators like your Xi, like your Putin. Yeah. When I look at people like Zelensky, when I look at people like Stacey Abrams, I don't see someone that's actually going to work for the people. I see someone who sees the forest for the trees. This... <laughs> This society we've created on a global level is completely unsustainable, not on like a sort of like natural climate change kind of way, just in terms of consumerism. I think they're going to do everything they can to get rich and they're just going to let us fall back in, the rest of us fall back into the dark ages. It's not going to be a nuclear apocalypse. It's just going to be one of those standard run-of-the-mill societal collapses. I think you're completely spot on about the Bidens and Zelensky there. Probably he's probably got a load of dirt on them. And I think they're probably still making a heck of a lot of money out of Ukraine. And I think they're just going to try and squirrel away as much of that money as possible to make themselves wealthy because they think that that will help them survive whatever is coming over the next year or two, especially in terms of like the economy, but more in terms of the fact that we are just living in a consumerist society that is completely unsustainable with current trade relationships and the current stresses that have been placed on us, mostly through like lockdowns and the economy. Anyway, I could go on. I think we're in a well, lot of I'll trouble, start, well, and I, I think these guys are making their money from it. It kind of leads into the next story that I wanted to get to with Case Mife. CaseMife.com. Go and follow her on Twitter and on uh, what are you? Twittering and Instagram are the big ones for you. Yeah, go go and follow her there. Read everything that she writes in the Daily Caller. So I want to go to the national grid issue because I know this is happening in the UK, but recently you had Gavin Newsom saying no more gas-powered engines. We're all going to be driving uh, electric vehicles. By the way, we're going to do rolling brownouts soon, and please use less energy on the hottest part of the day in L.A. Just listen to what I say. I'm the government, and I'm, I'm here to help. And then we have Colorado. Where there are stories that thermostats were locked down by local governments, disallowing you to make it cooler in the summer at your house. Literally, you couldn't turn the air down at your house in parts of Colorado. Kay, uh, you're, you're telling me that something like this is going to be happening in the UK. They're literally warning of rolling black or brownouts, aren't they? Yes, as of November, the national grid has been warning mostly people across Wales, England, and Scotland, I'm not sure about Northern Ireland, that if we don't, or we, I don't even live there, but if the country, the countrymen don't come up with some kind of means of mitigating electricity use, energy use during peak times, so peak times are usually anywhere from sort of like seven, eight, nine o'clock in the morning, all the way through to around the same time in the evening, particularly between sort of six, that six to nine chunk. In fact, there's even a point um, during the commercial break for a show called EastEnders, the soap opera, the grid has to create extra power because that's when everyone gets up to make themselves a cup of tea. Um, So, you know, the national grid is basically turned around and said, maybe less of that, And if you don't cut down all of your energy usage or come up with a system to use energy off peak time, so like, you know, doing your laundry in the middle of the night, charging your car through the middle of the night, I don't know, turning the lights on in the middle of the night, it's so stupid. Um, They're going to basically institute like up to three hours worth of blackouts. And Joe, this is like, I literally was on here talking to you about this last week. Exactly the same thing has happened in Bangladesh. And you know what? It's got nothing to do with 
actual raw like materials that are needed to generate this energy. It's to do with the fact that we're in a global financial crisis that no one is willing to stand up and say, no, guys, we're actually in it. And the easiest way to sort of like cut back on macro spending as an econ- like a whole nation's economy is to cut down on energy usage and expenditure. Food's going to come next. Water's probably not going to be that for like far after that. I think we're heading for some serious rationing. And I think all of these different major crises play in and feed into one another. And I think they're just going to keep ballooning. I tell everyone, store water at home, store any kind of gas canisters you can at home, maybe have like one of those, like I have one of those um, stoves that you can just plug the butane in. So, you know, if we like we had blackouts during the hurricane. So that's what we used to cook on. Like be prepared for what is coming because all of the warning signs are there. It's happening all over the rest of the world there is no reason why this couldn't happen here in the states it is uh case Mife. go to casemife.com dailycaller.com and also check her out on newsmax and here at least once a week with me um i i maybe have 30 seconds for bernacki or bernicky whatever his name is bernacki i think it's bernacki um yeah. uh, and then we we have to end with the hooters thing but let's do bernacki he wins an award and he's like uh, economically an idiot fill me in <laughs> So my boyfriend, John, um, is a trader. And so he and I talk about the economy all the time. So I wake up this morning and I'm like, uh, babe, Ben Bernanke, who is rated as one of the worst economists of all time. He's Horrible. a former yeah. Fed chair. There is literally not a trader in the world who respects this guy. He just won a Nobel Prize for economics. But get this, Joe. The actual prize was focused on some methodology that he created during the 2008 financial crisis that was supposed to help us weather future crises such as the COVID-19 pandemic. But 2008 happened he on his watch, didn't it? Award. Like, it's like they live in a different time. Like, it's right. like they live in a different dimension. Like, I mean, he was, he was involved in the economy in this country during the 2008 crash. So he didn't warn us. He didn't stop it. He didn't do something he to fix it. And we're, we're now awarding the guy. It's awesome. embarrassing. Love it's that. hysterical, though. It's just like, honestly, it's just like, welcome to the circus, everyone. <laughs> this is how we live now. Exactly right. <laughs> just... All right. Okay, I've got two minutes, maybe two. Maybe two. But this is the biggest story of the week. Um, there was a big fight at Hooters, but for good reason, right? Uh, no, this was a bunch of kids whose parents didn't raise them properly. Apparently, they were selling candy bars outside the Hooters, and right. they were trying to come inside to sell them inside. So Hooters has that. a very strict no solicitation policy, um, which I think everywhere should have, to be honest with you, at this point. So when the manager was like, you guys can't come in here and do this, instead of turning around saying, our apologies, sir, we'll be out in the parking lot, um, you know, if anyone wants to come buy candies from us, you can come do that. Or like, you want to buy chocolate bars? No, they just beat the living hell out of the guy. They, it was, there was one of these kids I spoke to. Um, so this happened in a Hooters in Plano, Texas. I spoke to one of the members of the Plano police department who said a lot of the people involved in this were juveniles. So kids, just get into, like, people are calling it a fight. It wasn't. A bunch of kids attacked a guy because he said his company doesn't allow them to do what they were doing. I hope every single one of these children ends up in prison. I hope all of their parents are as ashamed as they should be. And honestly, Joe, if I have to watch one more disgusting fight video surface like this on social media of just disgusting, abhorrent children who 
I'm sorry. Like, I'm not an advocate for spanking, but they definitely need oh, it as a child. Listen, I've got five daughters, and they all got spanked probably once because they never wanted to get spanked again. And it wasn't like I harmed them, but they thought to themselves, oh, I don't like how that stung in my rear end. I'm going to probably not touch the stove when Dad tells me not to. I think that you've got you've to embed that in the minds of kids. Now, you and I don't have to argue about spanking, but I think certainly just it's a deterrent. You only have to do it once, maybe twice. These children obviously are being enabled and entitled. And I was being funny about it because you and I texted earlier and you said there's a big fight at Hooters. I said over what you said, chocolate. And it made me laugh. But I, was, I used to be in band, Kay. You know, we would sell, you know, chocolate bars to go on a band trip. And you knew not to go into somebody's business unless you checked it with them first and you got the okay. Now, I have not watched this video. It's one of those, you know, crazy go nuts. Everybody's beating everybody up and it's over chocolate bars. It's over chocolate bars. Come on, man. And Joe, I, I actually kind of agree with you. You know, I was never spanked as a child, but for whatever reason, I just wasn't that naughty as a child. Like to be, I, I, I never got spanked either. I was the good kid. My sisters yeah. got spanked because they yeah. were bad. And I just think it's, why aren't kids being raised? You know, I saw another video over the weekend of a bunch of girls beating the hell out of some other teenage girl. And I'm like, why aren't your parents teaching you that if you behave in that way, you're going to go to prison at a minimum, you could get sued. Oh, and just as, you know, kind of like an afterthought, it's also the worst thing you can do as a human being. Would you like if someone did that to you? No. So why are you doing it to someone else? I think all of their parents should be embarrassed. And at this point, I think they're all just as culpable as their kids. And I don't know why the, well, I know why the Dems aren't putting people in prison for these kinds of acts, but I really hope because this happened in Texas that every single one of those kids ends up behind bars and they learn from it. Because it's pretty much the only thing that's going to hook at this point. Okay, amazing. As always, go to casemyth.com. Check her out on The Daily Caller. Check her out on Twitter and Instagram and right here on my program. Kay, thanks. Thank you so much, Joe. You're the best. Back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. That's going to do it for a Motown Monday. Those interviews will be up on Rumble later on, plus some other segments from the program. we got to get out of here for now. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Back tomorrow, same time, same place. For Sam, for Polo, for Carrie, I'm Joe. Thanks a lot for being here. Make sure you, your one stop for everything Joe Pags show is going to be JoePags.com. All the social media, all the videos, just click on video. The store, click on store. Make that happen. See you tomorrow. This is the Joe Pags show.